All right. Well, there's only me on here, but it's okay. Uh, well, you guys don't have my phone. I got my phone. Okay. You're ahead of me. You guys are, are you guys at Haggai? Uh, nice. Ahead of me. Uh, yep. Well, that's that's the usual. Unless I am teaching youth and then I have them race me. Well, I have a lot of them, but I don't know how long I'll stay with them. Yeah, well, that's... Usually how it goes. Like I don't have, I, like you said, like I only have half of it. Well, sort of half. I have the main idea. Anyways, let me get turned to. Yeah. I worked for Ashburn Boats. I worked for Tahoe there, and uh, I worked for White River Marina building the Tahoe boats. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I come home every day looking at that slap pipe cast. All right, so let's pray to get it started and then we'll get to listen. Lord, uh, thank you for everything that you provide for us. Thank you for just letting us gather here today. Thank you for letting me be able to um, connect on social media and giving me those resources, Lord. Just be with us as we dive into your word. In Jesus' name, amen. So do you do any of you know what Haggai is about by chance? I, I didn't know until I started studying it. So um, it is how many chapters? Two chapters. So Haggai is a prophet. And the before the story leading up to this, uh, it's Jerusalem was attacked by the Babylonians. Um, the Israelites were enslaved for 48 years, roughly. Um, and Jerusalem laid in ruins from all the wars and stuff that they, uh, from the Babylonians, because they just ransacked the place. Um, the heavy hit, the one of the most heavy hit places was the temple. And it was the, the glorious, it was, beautiful temple um they laid in ruins and so they were freed and they were when they were freed they were to rebuild the temple and so they would have that spot and that was something that was asked of them um they started to rebuild but they got distracted by their own houses they're making their houses better before and then so the temple didn't get rebuilt. So they just made their houses better and they put themselves above uh, what God wanted them to do. Um, and so it was like that for 15 years. And then Haggai um, comes in, basically tells, like, so he's the prophet and comes and tells them and it's kind of like a gear, gear priority straight type of thing. 
getting started, we'll read, and then we'll read like one through six, and then we'll stop and talk about it. Um, in the second year of King Darius, on the first day of the sixth month, the word of the Lord came to Haggai, the prophet, to Zerubbabel, son of Sheltai, Sheltai, the governor of Judah, and to Joshua, son of Joazak. I'm awful with names, so bear with me. But uh, yeah, I, I can't. Jerozadak, I, uh, I don't know. Anyways, the, he's the high priest. Um, verse two: The Lord of the, the Lord of Hosts says this. These people say the the time has not come for the house of the Lord to rebuilt to be rebuilt. In the world, in the word of the Lord came through Haggai the prophet. It is time for you yourselves to live in your paneled houses while his while this house lies in ruins. Now the Lord of the, the now the Lord of hosts says this think carefully about your ways. You are you have planted planted much but harvest little. You eat but never enough to be satisfied. You drink, but never enough to become drunk. You put on clothes, but never have enough to get warm. The wage earner puts his wages into a bag with a hole in it. So what we see right here is um, in verse one, uh, Haggai, uh, the Lord spoke to Haggai to go talk to um, these people and send a message. And so he goes to uh, Zerubbabel and to uh, Joshua, which it's important to understand what it's saying through here is these were two, he spoke to these people, these guys because they were the sons of people that were in high spots. So they were um, the first one, uh, Zerubbabel was the son of the governor, and Joshua was the son of the high priest. Um, why do you think God sent him to those people, to those specific? Yeah, basically along the same lines. Uh, it's because they're the they're the next generation, and so their fathers are already set in their ways. They're not going to change. Um, so he goes and speaks to the the next generation that would take their place, and he says he in verse two it goes on and says, um, "The Lord of Hosts says this: These people say the time has not come for the house of the Lord to rebuild to be rebuilt." So he's telling this to the sons, like saying, these people are saying that the, the house of the Lord isn't ready to be rebuilt, um, which God told them that, that they were to rebuild it. And they were putting their word over what God asked them. And so they were, he was telling them like, hey, your fathers kind of have it wrong. So we, we got to uh, correct this. And so 
uh, and it's important to have a place to gather, especially in a, a big area like that, because that's that's where they're they take their um, sacrifices and get right with the Lord back then, anyways, before Christ. So uh, they were to they didn't have anywhere to go do that. That it was a um, a holy place, like some something that would be um, where the high priests would dwell in. It, it's a very important place that they needed to have. Um, and so in verse three, it said, they say, the word of the Lord came to Haggai, the prophet. It is time for you, you yourselves to live in your paneled houses while this house lies in ruins. I said that wrong. Is it, is it a time for you yourselves to live in your paneled houses while that, this house lies in ruins. Now the Lord of hosts says this, think carefully about your ways. So he's, he's, God's telling him like, is this a time for you to just live in your houses that are perfect, that, that you built to yourselves, uh, didn't just put off what God, God's work. So you're just living in comfort, and, uh, neglecting the gospel. Yes. Well, I guess we'll continue. But um, so they're they're living in luxury while the most important house is lying in ruins. Yeah. Um, and then in verse five, it says, now the Lord of hosts says this, think carefully about your ways. Um, and it's basically telling them like, it's like a self-check. And six, it says, um, you have planted much, but ha harvest little. You eat, but never have enough to be satisfied. You drink, but never have to become, you never have enough to become drunk. You put on clothes, but never have enough to get warm. The wage earner puts his wages into a bag with a hole in it. So, like, they're, they're not getting um, any gratification for their works. Um, they're not seeing any, like, fruit from their works. Um, they're just staying in the same place. They're not advancing. They're not growing. Uh, Kind of like the la the last one says the wage earner puts his wages into a bag with a hole in it, and so he's not gaining anything from his work, but from the money he's just throwing it back away. Yeah. Um, and so if that was the that, that's a main that, that's a, a self check, and hearing that was, pro was probably not it was probably distasteful, like because nobody likes to be called out on what they're doing wrong. Um, but in seven, it says, the Lord of hosts says this, think carefully about your ways, go up into the hills, bring down lumber and build the, build the house. Then I will be pleased with it and, and be glorified, says the Lord. You expect much, but then it amounted to little. When you brought the harvest to your house, I ruined it. Why? This is the declaration of the, the Lord of hosts. Um, 
because my house still lies in ruins while each of you is busy with his own house. So right through here, um, the Lord's saying that it doesn't have to be as marvelous as the previous temple because uh, that was that was another reason of why they, they probably didn't want to rebuild it because they knew it wasn't going to be as grand. Um, but the Lord tells them that uh, that even if you go just get some lumber and it doesn't have to be the best lumber just as long as you rebuild the temple and you have a place that I can dwell with you. Um, so and then it says in verse 9 it says you expected much but then it amounted to little when you bought up brought up the harvest in your into your house I ruined it. And then so you they would expect much, which they were, um, whether it be with anything that they do, like whether it's uh, like something that they're harvesting or animals, uh, they would always expect more, but then they would, it would always uh, give them less than what they were expecting. And uh, just like the harvest, they would bring it to their house and God would ruin it. And it, he, he answers, because it's a question, he's like, why? And then he answers it, and says, this is the decoration of the Lord of hosts, uh, because my house still lies in ruin while each of you are busy in his own house. So just basically what we were talking about of he's, uh, they're, they're more busy of their own lives. They're like, they're too busy to pay attention to God or even worry about uh, his works. Um, so we can look at that, like so far, uh, we can look at this in our in our own lives because uh, this generation, like Gen Z or whatever, I, I don't know all the generations, but um, like we're kind of getting all the problems of the world kind of shoved onto us from the past, and we we're, we're expected to um, like correct it, and uh, we don't know how to begin because like there's a lot of stuff that we're that's getting put on our shoulders and it's just keep, stuff keeps on getting added to it. Um, but what we should be focusing on is the, the church, like not just the physical church, but like going the Christ church um, because it's easy to stay in comfort of your, in your everyday groove and uh, just gotta keep on keeping on with what I'm doing. Uh, but it takes the it takes effort to go out and talk to somebody. Like uh, that's something that I'm gonna that I've been trying to get more intentional of sharing the gospel with some that people outside of my normal group. Uh, like anybody that I that I meet, I try to because any conversation can be a gospel conversation. Uh, you just have to know how to God. God will if in the moment, God will give you uh, the words to say. Um, because in Jeremiah chapter one, it says uh, that he'll give you the words to speak and he'll send you to the people that he, he will send you to. Um, so you don't have to worry about who you're going to talk to because God already has it, uh, has it set in your path. Um, so we can look at this as 
Um, are we the generation that's going to push it off into the next generation? Uh, because nothing can prosper without God. And we can see our nation right now is like dwindling. And there's a lot of stuff going on in the world in general, like crazy stuff. Uh, it's uh, it's it would, it's really easy to get distracted by all the bad, which we need to acknowledge it, but we also need to combat it with uh, good and the gospel because uh, the disciples there were there were only twelve of them, but they had Christ there with them, um, and we can see that in the Bible when. Uh, when they go on to the Mount of Transfiguration, um, he takes, I can't remember, I, I can't remember the names, but he takes three of them up there and they're with him, but the rest of the disciples are down in the valley. Um, and without Christ, they didn't know, they couldn't heal anybody. They couldn't uh, do anything without Christ. Uh, so as soon as Christ returned, um, they were able to, uh, I think it was a, a kid that had demon or something like that uh, he had an ailment and jesus was able to uh yeah but he uh so we have christ with us always because that's what uh the bible says after his he died we all like john three sixteen. so uh with that uh and going into 10 so it says, so on your account, the skies have with, withhold, withheld the dew and the land its crops. I have summoned a drought on the fields and hills, on the grain, new wine, olive, olive oil, and whatever the ground yields, on man and beast, and on all that you, your hands produce. So because they, let, they, because they were worried about their own lives, and bettering themselves god took away and he hurt their the, their way of living like their uh, the way that they prospered because um they they weren't really caring about god so he was taking stuff away so they could focus more on god so they would turn back to him um and that's kind of like in our individual lives um when you go through trials and hard times and uh things that you just like don't understand like why why is this happening um he does that to uh strengthen like he he does that to put your eyes back on him and because uh if you think about forging you heat something up and then it gets and then you cool it down heat it up and so it tem it's tempering the metal to be strong uh, the strongest that it can be um so it's the it's the hard times that we grow the most, um, and so in twelve it says, then Zerubbabel, son of Shelta, Shelti, Shelti, the high priest, Joshua, son of there's that name again. I don't, anyway, the high priest and the entire remnant of his people. People obeyed the voice of the Lord, their God, and the words of the prophet Haggai, because the Lord, their God, had sent him, so the people feared the Lord. Haggai, 
Haggai, the Lord's messenger, delivered the Lord's message to the people. I am with you. This is the Lord's declaration. The Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, the son of Sheltai, governor of Judah, the spirit of the high priest, Joshua, son of Jerazadak. I don't know. Anyways, the spirit of all the remnant of the people. They began work on the house of Yahweh, Yahweh of hosts, their God, on the 24th day, on the sixth month, in the second year of King Darius. So they see that they, they kind of, it was kind of like this whole chapter was basically him telling them how it is and they need to straighten up. Kind of like when your parents, like when you know you, you're doing something bad and then like they call you out, like, hey, you need to straighten up. Uh, it's kind of like that. Um, and they seen that all the, he, he shown them what they were doing wrong. And from their product of doing wrong, that's why they've been having all this uh, hardship. Um, and so when it, when it says they feared the Lord, it's not like a fear, like fearing for their lives. It's just a fear that it's a humbling fear. Like this is the Lord that who is over us and who loves us and wants us to uh, do more for him and be with him, uh, have that relationship. Uh, and so with that, they, he gave them an encouragement. Um, Haggai gave the Lord's, through Lord's message, delivered the Lord's message to the people. I am with you. This is the Lord's declaration. So um, in the hard times and the rebuilding, uh, God doesn't leave. He's, he's constantly there. He's always there. Um, so the encouragement is uh, go out and be intentional with what you uh, do in, uh, in your walk and uh, start by, because like the body is the temple and uh, what we put into our bodies is what's reflected. Um, so before we can fix the main temple, we have to first fix our temple, which um, you can do that by just getting in the word, uh, being in prayer, and uh, just having time with God that's separate from church. Just like have that daily um, reading. Uh, and so that's something that I'm also going to work on is with this class, if you need uh, like reading material or uh, need a place to read, um, just get a hold of me. Like all my information is everywhere, it, but uh, we'll find we'll find you something. Um, a good place to start, which I, I need to start doing it again, but uh, five Psalms and a proverb for a month, you can get through both books. And so Proverbs is wisdom and the Psalms are, uh, I can't remember, the Psalms are like uh, things that you go through. And if you ever read Psalms, they go up and then there's like some that's really low, like he's like hard on himself. He's like, woe is me. And so some of those can get kind of like, oh my gosh, it's like, okay. Yeah. 
so there, there's a lot of uh, like if you look up if you look up verses usually if you uh, like looking something up like you need a verse for something it usually at least one psalms is in that list somewhere because it's there's a lot of stuff that's within a lot of information within that book because there's like 120 100, 100 there's a lot of like there's 148 i think 149 150 i just went through it but there's 150 of them but Five Psalms and one proverb you can determine that. But and it, it so God wants us to be intentional within our walk um, to rebuild the temple. And it kind of goes back into uh, uh, don't uh, worry about the speck in your brother's eye while you have a plank in yours. Get your priorities straight with the Lord before you go out and uh, try to rebuild something that you don't understand um and don't be worried about this world because god has it under control but anybody like to pray us out i mean if not I, i'll pray <laughs> well it's their first week so, but message resonate in all of our hearts. God, just please let everyone get home safe. Through Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Short, sweet, to the point. That